In a world filled with information, where do you turn to get straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Lock it in to the longest-running financial talk show in Arkansas and let us help you build the bridge between information and application. Real financial change begins right here, and it starts with you. It's showtime! The pandemic has prompted many Americans to rethink when they might retire, considering even moving that date up. If that's you, this show is for you today. The five things you should know before you retire on the Get Ready for the Future show. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. Hey, welcome in to another edition live streaming online and on your weekend radio dial. This is the Get Ready for the Future show and the gang's all together again for the first time in a little while. I'm Scott Inman, John Shrewsbury and Janet Walker with me. And I say that because we've kind of been rotating people in and out for some uh, reasons or another. Sometimes it was needed because you guys were off or out of town or busy doing something else. And then sometimes we're just plugging in uh, different advisors to get them on the radio and some exposure. But it's good to have the the gang back together again today. Well, summer uh, is known for being, you know, kind of low key and casual and everybody kind of taking vacations. I, I yeah, I had a vacation, but I, it's anything but low-key and casual around here these yeah, days. Yeah, that's true. We've got that's a lot true. of stuff going on, and, and so it does take us away from the mic, but we're always glad to be back, and especially back with the Scott Inman. Uh, are you saying it's uh, busy to be a business owner? Is that what you're Not trying to say? Slightly. Just slightly. Yeah, just a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. It's just a little weird <laughs> world these days, and you know, it's uh, I wake up every day and go, okay, what kind of curveball am I going to get today? So yeah. it's always something. Well, we've been doing a lot, uh, and we haven't really talked about it on the show, but we're, we're mo- making some changes in the West Little Rock office, adding space in yep. the West Little Rock office and, and adding people uh, as well over the next few weeks. Of course, we've opened the Brentwood, Tennessee office recently, too, and you've been back and forth there a couple of times as well. So there, there's a hint of uh, it wasn't all vacation for sure no, during not, the summertime, to not say the least. A lot, of, a lot of good stuff happening and, and uh, growth is always good. It's just fun to keep up with sometimes. Yeah. Well, you look at the, uh, as we jump in today on the five things you should know before you retire, I mentioned in the open about the pandemic, and and you, you've seen that in data, uh, some surveys that people are thinking about changing what they thought was going to be their retirement date because of the pandemic. And this can kind of go both ways. I've actually had a client that is staying longer because yeah. she's working from home now and she may not, may or may not have really cared for some of the environment or situation that she had in her workplace so being at home and being able to do it from home has actually uh, prompted her to extend her potential retirement date. But I think more often than not, it's going the other way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, people have either lost their job or lost some income or have realized how difficult it is to keep up uh, in, in the change that is happening with the pandemic. And they may think about moving that retirement date up. Well, I think this show is really tailored for those people. If that's you or if, even if it's not pandemic driven, whatever reason you may have, to think about uh, when you will retire. We've got these five things you should know before you do it. Yeah, and I think technology is is driving some of that uh, move to retirement. You know, technology is is a blistering pace of change. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people just go, you know, I, I, I'm kind of tired of keeping up and I'll, I'll just uh, go to the house and, and, and do whatever. But, but there are changes afoot, obviously, and there are a lot of people taking advantage of those. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about the technology, that's certainly a reason we've seen over the years. And I think that will be something that hmm. is just more and more present when somebody comes in in their 60s and they say they have this new system at work. And I don't want to learn it, <laughs> you right. know. Yeah. And I get that. Then you get to a point where you're like, I, I'm, I'm over it. So. so, Scott, I think you know. Obviously, there are some emotional things that are tied to that, and and maybe you know more substantive things. But here's the key, as far as we're concerned. You want to make that decision, but you also want to include in that a financial component. Yeah. You want to know that you know that you can retire in dignity and in independence and be able to sustain a reasonable level of income for you and your household throughout the rest of your life. And, you know, a lot of people just guess at that, but I think that's too big of a of a question to just guess at. And so there are several things that you do need to know before you pull that trigger. Yeah, and the other side of this, too, is sometimes you don't get to make that decision yourself. Stats show all the time that people have to do it before they're ready, either through job loss or because of job loss or because of health uh, declining uh, late in life. So if that happens and you're not prepared for it, 
uh, that this show will definitely help you. I think think of some things, and but the bottom line is going to be don't do it without a plan. And, and that, that's going to be where we get to by the end of this show, for sure. Because Absolutely. Really, as we're talking about, you know, the five things that, that you should know before you retire, we've we've kind of touched on this. But number one is that knowledge is yeah. power. You need to have knowledge specific to your situation and, and whether you are, as John was talking about, prepared to retire or not. And it's not a question of how much you have in assets. It's a question of whether or not you can have the income that you need in retirement. And guys, uh, there's a there's some research from Morningstar out that found that informed decisions versus naive decisions. So informed decisions in only six areas of retirement planning can increase your retirement income by as much as 31%. And there are a lot of different areas of retirement income. So just having a little bit more knowledge in those few areas can really make a tremendous difference for you. And Janet, we see that play out in the meeting rooms here at Genwealth all across our offices across mm-hmm. three states. Literally, people come in and go, I don't know if I can retire. And we actually figure out that they can retire with enough income and maybe not even use all of their, their assets. I was just working with uh, Christian Von Allman over at our Brentwood office uh, over Zoom the other day talking about a case. And this lady is thinking about retiring at 62, but we will actually be able to help her retire at 60. And so she yeah. she can do that without any uh, particular problem, but she didn't know when she came in. Well, just a couple of examples on this knowledge is power scenario. When you think about the analysis that we do for people on social security, many times that makes a big difference yes. in their cash flow. Another thing that we will do is when you reach 70 and a half, even though the required minimum distribution age has now changed to 72, once you reach 70 and a half, you can take advantage of something called a qualified charitable distribution. And while that doesn't put more income in your pocket, it can reduce your expenses with regard to taxes and Medicare expenses and taxes on your Social Security as well. So if I'm reducing expenses, that feels like more income, really. It, it clearly does. And and I, I think it's really sometimes intimidating, Scott, to people uh, to hear us talk about all this stuff and go, well, I don't know anything about that. You don't have to know everything. Right. No, you don't. You, you haven't spent your whole life studying how money works, and you shouldn't have to. But knowledge is the key. And uh, collaborating with a financial advisor and building a retirement income plan is really how you obtain that knowledge and have a at least general bird's eye understanding, uh, high level view of what is happening with your plan. I want to go back to, you know, Janet, you mentioned retirement income, and that's sure. where we hang out. But I think when you talk about knowledge, this falls under the, the key uh, or the first thing in our five things you should know before you retire is shifting your mindset to retirement income. Because how often have we had people in the client meeting room, uh, and I've heard it fairly recently, even with clients, you know, who have a mindset of, I just get the $1 million, I think I'm good. Or if I get the $2 million, I think I'm good. And we work with clients uh, from all walks of life and different asset levels, but sometimes it's like the mindset of, I've got to get to this benchmark level of assets before I retire. And it's not about the asset level, it is about the income. Let let me explain about uh, that for just a second and, and slay that fallacy, because Getting to a million dollars is great. Yeah. We would not. We would absolutely celebrate that. Getting to a million dollars is great, but one good recession will change that. Yeah. You got to think about it that way. You've got to have regular, predictable, dependable income that can sustain you throughout the rest of your life, and that can meet your basic living expense needs, and then provide you additional ad- ability to have inflation adjustments and have some discretionary spending along the way. And I think that's where people get this messed up because pop culture says it's about the lump sum. Yeah, We say it's about the income. Well, I, just think about in any other area of life, we've all done this at some point. Well, when I get to this point, everything's going to be okay. When I get to college, everything will be okay. I yep. won't be living under mom and dad's rules. When I get to, when I get married, everything will be okay. When I buy my first house, everything will be okay. At what point was it, did any of those actually make everything okay? (laughs) Uh, Never, (laughs) you know, and the same is true of just this nebulous monetary target and whether it's a million dollars or whatever it might be, something has planted that seed of thought in your mind, but there is nothing scientifically, mathematically that will say 
everything's okay at that point. You know what? It might be okay well before that, or it might be that you need well beyond that marker. It's just a random marker. We have to be able to solve for your income. And Scott, retirement is way more than just investments. And I think that's where everybody nests up because it's very tangible. They can pick up their 401k statement and say, okay, Mm -hmm. I have this amount of money here. This is what I need to focus on. Yes, you do need to focus on that, but you also need to focus on several other areas. And if you take a look at at just the the matrix of services that we provide at Gen Wealth, it it fills a page. It really does. And there's so many things that are not related to investments on that page right. that oftentimes people just don't really get it. And it sounds like, oh wow, that's that sounds overwhelming. That's where your advisor comes in and they help to walk you through this step by step inch by inch, you create a retirement income plan. You create all the other things that go along with retirement. You have a social security strategy. You have a wealth transfer strategy. So when your time here is over, uh, that your wealth passes to who you want in the way that you want it to do. Those are just three things that are involved in the ready to retire process at Gen Wealth, And it's a process that a lot of people up to this point have, have really uh, enjoyed a lot of success with in their retirement. I think it's worth pointing out, too, that if you're listening today and you have an advisor, but you don't have all of those things, then you probably need a new advisor because yeah. that's what many advisors are focused on is just the investment side of things. We've met with many, many clients uh, over the years who came in with a statement and that's really yeah. all they had. And I think the financial services industry has done a disservice in many cases when it comes to retirement income planning. Well, they've done a disservice on financial planning as a whole. They've kind of put it on a shelf. It's in, Oh, we got it back here. Let me dust off these books and, right. and look it up or whatever. But at GenWealth, it all starts with a plan. It all starts immediately of saying, okay, where is it that we want to go? And now let's get the roadmap out and actually build our path of, of getting there. And Janet, I don't really know any other way to do that. Well, you know, I talked about this a few weeks ago on on the air. Uh, we had a gentleman who came in, and he had been visiting with other advisors, multiple other advisors, getting ready to retire. And he was looking for, you know, who's going to be my person on right. this. And so he came in, and he said, without sharing any documents with us or anything, just kind of telling us his story. And, and he said, everywhere else I've gone, when they've looked at what I have, I have a 60-40 split, you know, talking about the stock bond allocation and and everybody says I have what I need and I don't need to make any changes. I want to know what your retirement philosophy is. And we have one. It's not just a 60-40 split. We have a philosophy of how to take your your retirement income and it is very different than just here's a 60 40 allocation for your retirement and I hope that works out for you so we drew that out on the board for him and he said this is the first time the only time of all the advisors he had met with that anybody actually had an investment philosophy for retirement income Think about this. I know the education process isn't 100% all toward pointing to you, uh, to you to get a job, but the education process, especially in, in high school and college, is pointed toward mm-hmm. what you're going to do to make a paycheck. So you think about you know anywhere from 6 to 12 years of your life is dedicated to preparing to generate income for yourself for the next 30, 35 years. Right. Retirement is one of those things that people just kind of go, oh, okay, well, I'll retire and I'll figure it out somehow. Uh, that's not good enough. If you prepare all that time to get a job to earn a paycheck, mm-hmm. then you need to be prepared to earn a retirement paycheck from the resources that you have. And I think that there's a lot of complexity there that you need the help of a financial coach. And we have a really quick way, an easy way to get a really general view of are you on track for a successful retirement. It's a free 15-minute checkup, basically. You can go to 15minuteretirement.com. That's one five, the number one and five, and then spell out minuteretirement.com. Or you can text the word checkup to 501-381-5228 to get a quick look. We're back in just a moment. 
Yeah, you mentioned the Genwealth Studios. That's one of the other things when we were talking about uh, changes oh, coming. Yeah. Can we? Is it okay to kind of reveal that? that yeah, yeah. we can soon? tease it a little bit. Coming soon. We're still probably, I don't know, what, maybe a month away? Well, months or yeah. so away. A yeah. month away from doing this. But we do have uh, in the works a new uh, Genwell Studio before too. Yeah, long. we're uh, actually making the the trip to the big city, West Little Rock. We're going to be <laughs> in our West Little Rock office doing our show, and uh, it'll be really cool because when you walk into the West Little Rock office, you'll see the studio right there, yes. just beyond the front desk. Yeah, so, I, I've always, and I think John, you have too. We've always been kind of amused, but people when they do see the studio, it's like, wow, this, <laughs> and we're just like. I mean, it's some mics and cameras and lights, but yeah. thank you, you yeah. well, know, but I do think people are intrigued by that. And I know, Scott, you had that when people would get to see, you know, at Channel 7, right. that type of thing. So yeah. it, I think it's kind of exciting to not have it tucked away in a corner anymore. Yeah. It'll be where people can, can come and see it. And it actually is a throwback to uh, my first job in radio it was at a little radio station in El Dorado. And uh, the studio is sits right on the main drag through town, and there's a big plate glass window, and you can actually drive by and, and see the DJ in the in the room there. And when you walk into the studio, you meet the receptionist, and right there across from the receptionist is the is the studio. And, and you know, we would have people come in and, and like walk up to the to the window and look while you're on the air, and it's really kind of uh, kind of disturbing sometimes. We're we gonna have to get used to that. I yeah, don't know. yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah, I want to take a minute and mention to one of the other uh, content services that we provide the fastest four you know we used to have that on this program on the get ready for the future show uh, we were at that time on two little rock radio stations and they had different formats so one of them had uh, more time for us than the other so we had to or we chose to produce an extra four minutes and we call it the fastest four at that time it was investing fastest four minutes in investing uh, we are no longer on both of those stations so we don't have to deal with that radio format change anymore but we wanted to keep that up the fastest four we now call it the fastest four in finance because it's not most of the time it is about markets and economy but sometimes we get into other things last week we just talked about a social security cola uh, that is coming for social security recipients this week we're going to talk about stagflation the possibility of stagflation that's kind of the buzzword out there now mm-hmm. that a lot of mm-hmm. people are worried about so is it a reality is it coming it is easy to get. It's no longer on the radio show, but you can get the video, and it is never more than four minutes long. Uh, usually it's going to be about three, three and a half, but we want to definitely get to it quickly and something that in a busy life can be seen. It comes right to your email inbox, and here's how to get it. All you have to do is text the word FAST to 501-381-5228. Again, it's 501 381 5228. The word FAST, and you'll get the fastest four delivered straight to your email inbox. We had a few people sign up last week after we uh, talked about it on the show, so I wanted to make sure to bring that back out front and center. Five things you should know before you retire. That's the subject of today's Get Ready for the Future show. Our first was knowledge is power. The more you know, right? Number two is look before you leap. So what do we mean by that? Well, listen to this. A bank rate study indicated that 58% of baby boomers claimed ignorance about how much money they needed for retirement. This goes back to kind of what we were talking about in the last segment. How do you know? You know, there's there's three big questions, I think, that, that are the unknowns that people need answering with a financial plan. It's when should you retire? How will you spend your time? And will you have enough money? This is the most fearful thing about retirement is how do you know that you won't run out of money before you run out of time. The the golden silence that you hear in in <laughs> our uh, meeting rooms is when we say, so how much income are you going to need in retirement? And the husband and wife look at each other and they look back at us and they go, I don't know. I never thought about that. I never really thought yeah. about that. Yeah. And so we go through a process to help you understand. It's just a, a, a way of actually sitting down and, and it's not like a budget where you have to line item every expenditure or anything of that nature. But if you take a look at, you know, how much money comes into your checking account, how much goes out, you can kind of get a general idea of what your expenditures are. So I, I like that you mentioned base it on how much goes in and out of your your checking account instead of how much do you make each year because a lot of people will start off with with, let's just use a household and say that they between the two of them make a hundred thousand dollars well they might be contributing between the two of them twenty thousand dollars to their retirement income i mean to their 401k for their retirement in the future so that means they're not really living off of a hundred thousand dollars they're living off of 80 and that doesn't even count any 
any other things that they might be, you know, doing similarly that might change in retirement. One of the things to consider, guys, is the expenses that will change for you, like your health insurance. Uh, people talk about, you know, it's going to cost me however many hundreds per month compared to in the past when you had, you know, your employer probably paying a pretty good percentage of that. That's a change. You might have life insurance premiums that you're paying, and and if they are through work and you need to maintain that coverage, it's going to be more than what you're getting through the group plan. But if you are in a situation where you don't need that coverage anymore, then that's actually an expense that you can drop at that point. So there are some expenses that are going to go up a little bit, some that will go away, but you've really got to work through that. Uh, Again, John, like you said, it doesn't have to be a a line item budget, but there are some big things that you want to be sure that you you check the right boxes on those. Yeah, clearly we're not sitting here trying to to mark down every time you go to the gas station to pick up a Coke or something like that. We want to know basically what the level of expenditures are that are going to be comfortable for you to pay your basic expenses. And then we're going to gross that up to account for taxes, because in most cases, Mm -hmm. you're going to have a distribution from a pre-tax retirement account funding most, if not all, of your retirement. And so taxes are going to be due on each distribution. So you have to deduct that distribution of taxes off of the total distribution to get the net dollars that you'll be able to spend. And so we walk through that and help you to get a general idea of what that looks like. But that's not the only tier of income that we look at. We look at, okay, what's some discretionary income and how are we going to inflation adjust your income? Because, you know, Scott, if there's there's two things that are on people's minds right now is that that stagflation thing that you were talking yeah. about in taxes, and they, they clearly understand they're going to need more money in the future than they do right now. Yeah, inflation in, in July up 5.3% yep. year over year. So we're feeling it. There's no question about that. I want to go back before we go into our next point to the health insurance real quick, because uh, obviously, that's a big component, and people yeah. I think are mostly aware uh, of that, but they don't really know how to solve for it. I think uh, having an advisor that has some understanding of what Medicare is going to look like is very important. Yeah, and actually, that is something that we are we're very excited about, and there'll be more information coming on this later. But we will be able to address your Medicare needs later this fall. So if you need uh, if you need to do Medicare supplement, if you need Medicare Advantage, whatever it is that you need to look at in terms of coverage for you and your spouse, if you're turning sixty five or just during that open enrollment time period, that's something that we'll be able to handle for you. And it's not just the provision vision of those Medicare products, but it is also the education about yeah, Medicare. Right, right. As as everyone knows, GenWealth is founded on an education basis. And so one of the things that's the most confounding thing about hitting age 65 is, what do I do about Medicare? What do yeah. I, A, B, C, D, P, D, Q, X, Y, Z, whatever. <laughs> Medicare you know. alphabet soup. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And so most people need someone to help guide them through that. And there's some complexities when it comes to your uh, prescription drug plan and making sure Mm -hmm. that the plan that you pick will be beneficial to you, that you won't be paying through the nose for prescriptions, that it will be the right plan. So we've created a whole new division that we're rolling out at the 1st of October here at GenWealth to meet that big need of the pre-retiree. Five things you should know before you retire. Number three, the levers of success. Pre-retirees looking to improve their retirement plan should understand there are three main levers that have the most impact on retirement security. Retirement age is one of them. When you retire is extremely important. You have so many people that think about wanting to retire early, like age 55. That presents additional challenges because of how much longer you are likely to live and have to live on that retirement income. Social security Claiming age, very important, and spending levels in retirement. We kind of talked about the spending levels and the income and how to take that. We're going to get back to that, but let's go to Social Security next. Well, and and I think that I want to be sure that that retirement age doesn't go by the wayside for just a second, Scott. Let's go back to the to the client that I was talking about that Christian was working with that is looking to retire at 62. We told her, or we're going to tell her on our next meeting, that she can actually retire at 60. 
And I've used this analogy before here on the show that, you know, money is like a rubber band and you can only stretch it so far across X number of years. And if you don't have enough money, you can actually stress that rubber band and it will break under stress. You don't want that to happen to your retirement account. And so we were able to actually calculate and figure out that she could take the leap and retire at 60 as opposed to 62, and it was not going to put undue stress on her retirement account. The question is, do you know how far your rubber band will stretch? That's that's the big key in yeah. terms of retirement age. A lot of people make an emotional decision about retirement age. I'm just going to I'm going to be done at X age, whatever it is. It's an emotional decision. There needs to be a financial component added into that to see if you actually can make that happen. When we talk about uh, Social Security, in addition to that, the Social Security age Uh, along with the retirement age. And a lot of people have thought in the past, as soon as I retire, if I'm eligible for Social Security at that age, I need to just go ahead and claim it. We we jokingly call that the Waffle House wisdom to, you know, claim it as soon as you can. Because if you if you go down here to the Waffle House, you're going to find a, a group of people who are sitting around talking and they're in that Social Security claiming age and they've already done it. And if you say, hey, I'm coming up to this point, what do I do? Well, they're, the majority of people are going to say, get your check as soon as you can. That's what I did. They might run out of money. You need to do that. That may not be the best thing for you. And, you know, if they didn't have anybody go through an analysis for them, it might look very different when you see your mathematical answer. That is really important that you go through this process and determine not only an age, but a claiming strategy for you. The other thing I was going to mention was the spending levels. I want to return to that too. And obviously having a retirement income plan helps you manage that. But when you think about how most people do retire if they don't have a plan, they likely have the pile of money that they've spent a lifetime accumulating, and then they're going to try to live on everything else. And it's kind of a just-in-case retirement, right? It's yep. over on the side. And maybe they take a lump sum distribution from time to time. Well, that can really upset psychologically, especially how you view your chances of making it through retirement without running out of money. We've talked about before, recent surveys have showed people are more comfortable, more at peace with how they view their retirement when they take it as a monthly income. And that's one of the reasons that we build our retirement incomes to show you retirement income plans to show you how you can generate that income on a monthly basis. We've got to take a break, but that is number three of our five things you should know before you retire. Back with number four next. I'm Scott Inman, along with Janet Walker and John Shrewsbury on the Get Ready for the Future show today, talking about five things you should know before you retire. And there is an offering we have. It's a free checkup on how you're doing on your journey towards retirement. And in the time it takes you to check your social media, you can have this accomplished. Are you on track for successful retirement? A, A lot of people want to know that answer. You can get a very general view of how you're doing by getting our free 15-minute retirement checkup. You can Easy go, for you to say. It is. <laughs> it, it, it almost took me 15 minutes to say that. <laughs> you can go to 15minuteretirement.com. You need to spell out the word minute retirement. The 15 is numeral, 15minuteretirement.com, or an easier way, just text the word checkup to 501-381-5228. Again, it's 501 381 we were up against a break there at the end. We were talking about spending levels in retirement and understanding your spending levels and keeping them in check. And I and I talked, John, about how people kind of use their 401k or view it as a just-in-case retirement. Maybe they have a couple of Social Security checks. Maybe there's even a pension. And they, they try very hard to just live on that income and just tap the, the 401k in an emergency situation. But right. there are some people that do it the other way. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, there is no value in either extreme on yeah. this. Uh, the other extreme, though, is when somebody has what I call a piggy bank mentality about their 401k plan. You know, they wait until they, they separate from service from their employer. And the first thing they want to do is run out and buy something or run out and pay off their house. That's the biggest thing that we see, Janet, is yeah. when they come in, they want to, I, I, I've got $100,000 I owe in that house. I just want to pay it off. 
Well, you know, train wreck, first of all, because you're going to pay a lump sum of taxes on that lump sum withdrawal. But secondly, if you are on Medicare at that particular point in time, that raises your taxable income, and therefore your Medicare premium goes through the roof. Yeah, and that's not going to hit you until a couple of years later, the way they do the look back on your income compared to your premiums. But but then it's a, well, gotcha, it, there it is, you know, yeah. and so it, it's already done at that point. But there, there are lots of nuances to look at, especially in like what you're talking about, John, of paying off the house or not. There is a, t- a point in time where we will say, yes, you're at the point where it makes sense to just go ahead and take out maybe a little bit more instead of just waiting and making each and every payment that's left on the amortization right. schedule. But you have to plan for that and you have to be sure that you're in the right situation tax-wise. And it's very different, as an example, it's very different to pay off a $20,000 remaining balance than it is to pay off a $100,000 remaining balance because the tax impact is critically important for What you. we're also not talking about in this whole equation is the lost earning power of that lump sum of money. When you think about that lump sum of money might produce a 5% income stream to you from that for the rest of your life as a hypothetical example there, then that $100,000 could be robbing you of a whole lot of money uh, throughout the rest of your life. And so you've got to, again, do things in measure, do things in, in moderation, and understand the consequences of what you're thinking about doing. Five things you should know before you retire. We're up to number four on today's show, and it's living on your own dime is nerve-wracking. I'm sure you have some idea in pre-retirement years that that's going to be the case, but studies show it absolutely is. And retirement fear is real. A survey from Zeti found that 40% of Americans fear retirement more than death. Wow. According to the survey, the number one fear Americans have about retirement is having a lack of income with 87% saying this scares them. Other fears include losing employment-based health care benefits and medical insurance, not keeping mentally active, not keeping physically active, and not having social and friendship networks associated with work. All very valid concerns, but the number one fear is not having enough income, and they fear it more than death. So let's talk about the income and how really you should view it and how you're, how we build a retirement income plan. So this kind of ties back into the piggy bank mentality, yep. the lump sum type of thing that we talked about earlier. There was a study done that talked about the psychological impact of receiving a monthly income check compared to spending down a pile of savings or a 401k account, however you might have the assets accumulated. That spending down is way more painful and way more uncomfortable than just receiving an income check. Well, guess what? It can come from the same source. You know, if you take your your 401k and potentially if it's the right thing for you to roll it over into an IRA, you have the choice of, am I going to approach this as I'm just going to get money when I need it, or I'm going to turn on income from this. Psychologically, it is a tremendously different situation. And, And Scott, you mentioned Uh, The fear, the number one fear is that lack of income. People don't want to spend the money from the lump sum amount, but if they're receiving it in the form of income, it feels different. It is a tremendous psychological difference. One of the uh, uh, industry observers in our industry, uh, Michael Kitsis, uh, he is a consultant and he actually is a practitioner of financial planning up in the Northeast. Uh, He writes a lot of articles and he just wrote an article the other day that, that having some type of income annuity is Mm -hmm. a license to spend. Mm. And you think about Mm -hmm. that, that's a very true statement because Mm -hmm. that annuity is guaranteed. It's going to continue to put money into your paycheck, into your bank account rather, every month. And you're free to spend that money. It's, It's because, you know what? Next month, there's another check behind that. Mm-hmm. And next year, there are more checks behind that. And the following 10 years, there's more checks behind that because it is like a cash cow. It just spits out checks to you on a regular basis. And that is indeed a license to spend that money in retirement. So let's talk about how do you know if you need one of those. Building your retirement income plan is like building a house. Yes. When you put the foundation down of your house, that is the most important 
thing when it comes to the stability and longevity of your house remaining and uh, in, in continuing to stand over a long period of time. It's not the most exciting part of the house building project. In fact, you know, it looks doesn't look like a house, right? right. right. But if you get it wrong, nothing else matters. The same is true when it comes to your retirement income. The foundation of your retirement income house, if you will, is required income. How much is it going to take for you to just basically pay the bills on a month-to-month basis and have some measure of dignity in retirement? And chances are Social Security, and if there is a pension, may be a little bit short on that. And if it isn't on day one, it's more than likely going to be later in uh, as the years go on because we just did this uh, on the Fastest Four. I talked about the Social Security uh, cost of living adjustment that's coming. And in October, it's expected to be 6.2%. And that's great. That's exciting for Social Security recipients. But when you look at the real inflation number, right. uh, the cost of senior expenses, which is not what they base the Social Security cost of living adjustment on, it's on the CPI, right? It's right. just on a, a basic food and gas and energy, those things. But senior expenses like Medicare premium, premiums, prescription drugs, they estimate the Senior Citizens League over the past 21 years that Social Security benefits have increased 55%, but the typical senior expenses over that same period grew by 101.7%. So Social Security is not going to keep up for sure. Right. But you have to have your required income, your need uh, met with predictable guaranteed income. And if Social Security is not enough, which most people don't have pensions to accompany that, then that's when the need for an annuity would be there. So let's give just a mathematical example on this. If you came in and you said for your household that you have to have $5,000 a month and with Social Security checks, maybe you have $4,000 coming in and there's no pension. Well, $4,000 is less than the $5,000 that you need and Social Security is, is your only guaranteed source of income. So you have a gap that needs to be filled at that point. So you need to have more guaranteed income. But that can also go the other direction. You might come in and say, we need to have $5,000, and we have between Social Security checks and a pension, we have $6,000. Those are all guaranteed sources of income, and you have more guaranteed sources of income coming in than you have required income needs. In that case, you don't have to have more guaranteed income. It is very formulaic for us. Yeah, it's a tool that you use in a very specific situation. A lot of people have that situation. Situation. So right. a lot of times annuities are a great fit for, but for those that don't have that gap, right. then they're really not necessary in a lot of cases. And so I think that, that getting that floor right is, is paramount, but Scott, let's go back to the inflation conversation yeah. for just a second. Inflation is going to happen. And one of the things that is the hallmark of the Gen Wealth ready to retire process is that every plan that we produce has a calculated increase in income over time to help you keep pace with inflation. Now, there's no guarantee that it's going to to keep pace with inflation because we don't know what inflation is going to do. I'm old enough to know when inflation was 15 or 18 percent or something like that back in the in the late 70s and early 80s. I don't know many investments that can keep up with that kind of inflation. And I pray that we don't go back to that situation again because cost of living was just horrendous during that time. But I think that you've got to have some defenses in place and having regular adjustments to your income to keep pace with the rising cost of food, medicine, uh, Medicare premiums that you talked about. All of those things are things that are necessary to make sure that you are able to keep pace with inflation. And that's the framing of the house. That's the rooms in the house. That's the desired income on top of your required income and your inflation-adjusted raises. And that is where uh, your 401k or your investments come into play is building an income stream stacked on top of your required income that gives you the monthly income that you want month in and month out, but also gives you annual inflation adjustment raises. And I think one of the things that we hear from clients, too, when we start talking about that need for an inflation-adjusted raise is they talk about, well, I'm not going to be doing much when I'm 75 years old. And that may be very true. However, it may cost a lot of money to keep you alive at right. 75 years old. Yeah, the the studies show that that the spending, it doesn't reduce you know, yes, there are the the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years, but that is just one part of life. 
the the shift happens when your health care expenses go up. And maybe if you think about it, you've lived in that house for a long period of time. You've mm-hmm. got some expenses at maintaining your house that are not maybe regular expenses, but all of a sudden you got to have a new roof. Maintenance, uh, all of a yeah. sudden you've got to you know take care of a hot water heater that went out. Those are things that you've got to, to think about and anticipate or they will bite you when that time comes. Replacing a car. Uh, yes. That, that's something that people don't think about sometimes, or they think about it in terms of having a monthly payment. You might have a, a different uh, a retirement plan with us is to be able to be replace that car at some point in time. Five things that you should know before you retire, our fifth and final one after the break as the Get Ready for the Future show continues right after this. Our final segment on today's show, five things that you should know before you retire. Before we get to our fifth and final one, we talked about uh, all during this show that we have a very clearly defined process that we work through when we are building retirement income plans for our clients. It is the GenWealth Ready to Retire process. If you'd like to step through that process with us, it's pretty simple to set up that first appointment, which is complimentary, by the way. Always free to visit with a GenWealth Financial Advisor that first appointment. If you want to call 501-653-7355, or we have an 866 number, or a toll-free number, 866-653-PLAN. It's 866-653-7526, and that will get you in touch with an advisor near you. And, of course, we have offices all over the state of Arkansas. We're in Conway, West Little Rock, Bryant, Hot Springs, El Dorado. We're also in Northwest Louisiana in the Shreveport Bossier area and also now in Brentwood, Tennessee. So 866-653-PLAN to talk to an advisor. And you can also reach out via email. Just send it to info at getreadyforthefuture.com. And I would also uh, suggest that you check out our website, getreadyforthefuture.com. Lots of educational resources, lots of things we talked about on this show, probably on there, some blogs and some other things uh, to learn more about stepping into that life without a paycheck. That's really what this is about. Five things you need to know before you retire. Our fifth and final one, guys, is answer the what ifs. There are lots of variables when it comes into your retirement income plan. Uh, You really don't know the answer to many of these things. And perhaps the hardest part of planning is preparing for those what ifs, like what if you live much longer than expected? That's a longevity risk that has to be taken care of, taken account of. What if you or your spouse has a serious health care issue? How are you going to deal with that? And what if the stock market tanks in the first five years of retirement? You know, I just read uh, before we went on the air today that the S&P 500 has hit its 50th new all-time high in 2021. That's incredible, incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it It is an incredible time. But also, as as that thing ascends higher and higher, I think the tension just goes up and up and up amongst people that have money in the market, and they're waiting on that next shoe to drop. Mm -hmm. They're waiting on the the correction. So let's go ahead and address how do you get ready for retirement when the market keeps going up and up and up? Because the concern is, Scott, like you just mentioned, what if the stock market tanks and what if it goes down significantly during the first five years? That really is a danger zone. For the way that most people invest, it would be incredibly problematic. If you go back to like in 2008, if we'll just use a million dollars as the example for easy math on this. If you had a million dollars invested, the market's down 40%. Well, now you have $600,000. And if you were right on the precipice of retirement, or worse yet, had just retired, and this happens, then now what? It's a very difficult challenge to overcome, and many people, frankly, don't overcome it. But that is why we don't just do a 60-40 split. That is why we do buckets that are time-bound, and so it doesn't have to impact your income now or in the future when we have a downturn. Here's what this boils down to. You have to have a strategy that that basically – steps aside from the timing risk of a bad market. Yes. Uh, the timing risk is my I timed my retirement about the time the stock market tanked, as you said, Scott. Yep. And, and you have to have a strategy and a plan to not be selling assets when they're down in a situation like that. The ready-to-retire process is structured accordingly. There are seven keys, and I want to take just a few minutes before we uh, have to wrap up today. I want to walk through this ready-to-retire process and help you understand there are seven key steps to this number one is you got to protect against inflation 
Secondly, you've got to maximize Social Security. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean get the biggest check. It means maximize the use of Social Security to make your money last as long as it possibly can. Second, uh, thirdly, rather, you sh- you've got to secure guaranteed income. Those basic living expenses, food, clothing, transportation, shelter, taxes, insurance, they're going to be there from day one of retirement all the way until the day you pass away. And you've got to have regular predictable income as an asset to meet those liabilities, those bills that come in every month that you've got to pay for basic living. Uh, number four, you've got to consider a hybrid retirement. We think that that is a, a really very cool way to step into retirement, sort of a phased retirement, if you will, maybe working part time, something to do to keep you active in those early years of your retirement and have the ability to have some additional income coming in that takes some of the stress off of your overall portfolio. Next, you've got to also think about long-term care. Guys, we, have, uh, we, we talk about this all the time, and it's almost like that we've got uh, an ostrich situation with some people oh, that yeah. they, they yeah. just don't want to talk about. It. They don't want to hear about it. I, if I just ignore it, it'll go away, but it won't. Well, unless they have had a family situation where they've had to deal with long-term care needs, either at home or in some type of assisted living facility, then it doesn't seem as real. But guys, when this conversation is easiest is when somebody comes in and goes, my mom needed care and I don't want to go through the same experience that that she went through. And so what do we do about that? And they're very willing and open to have that conversation because if it can happen to my mom, it can happen to me. It it becomes more real. I I want to go back to what we were talking about with um, preparing for retirement. And Scott, with you talking about having hit the 50th, you know, highest high that we've ever had this year it's crazy how many high points we've had in the market and and at some point that will turn around and go the other direction so if you are concerned about the future of your retirement assets and therefore the future of your ability to retire if if you're at that point we can do things right now even if you're not ready to retire you don't want to go to the house yet we can do things now to help you prepare for a downturn prior to your retirement especially if you are 59 and a half if you're 59 and a half or older then the IRS actually has some rules in place that if you're 401k plan allows you to do this, which most of them do now, you have the ability to do an in-service rollover, meaning that you will take what is in your 401k currently roll it over to a an IRA, which is a non-taxable event, and that opens up the world of investment choices to you, which would allow you to go ahead and segment those assets, protecting some against a downturn, and then allowing some to grow for a longer time period. Two more aspects of this ready-to-retire process that we need to tidy this up on. Uh, Next is defend against taxes. We know with the level of spending that is going on right now, uh, the House just talked about uh, getting uh, all the ducks in a row to pass a $3.5 trillion budget. And on top of that, a $1 trillion infrastructure plan. Taxes are going to go up. You've got to have a plan to defend against taxes. And it all needs to be on paper, on purpose, in a written plan. That is how you get some vision about what you're doing in retirement. That's how you have certainty about the things that you're doing in retirement. You have that written plan. So when things get crazy, kind of like they did at the beginning of COVID, things get crazy, you go back to the plan. Check out the plan and and have that indication of, okay, I'm still on track to, regardless of what may be going on in the world. You know, Janet mentioned the, the 59 and a half uh, option in an in-service distribution or rollover and getting those assets positioned before retirement going through the ready to retire process is best before you're at the finish line. Yes. Yeah, you, you know, five, sure. to, five to 10 years out from retirement is really when you want to put this plan in place. And that doesn't mean we can't do it. When If you're planning on retiring in December, you absolutely still need the plan, John, but it works best five to 10 years out. You can really start to make a difference. You are absolutely right about that, Scott. It does. But even if you are already in retirement yep. and you're looking at your retirement situation, you're going, man, I don't have all the things that they're talking about. Yeah as far as retirement is concerned, and I certainly don't have that certainty. 
and that 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 kind of peace that I need to have about my future retirement income, then you probably need the ready to retire process. And it's not too late. You can actually jump in and take part in that. All you have to do is give us a call here at Genwealth Financial Advisors. We are at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-PLAN. Offices across the state of Arkansas, Northwest Louisiana, and Middle Tennessee. We are coming really close <laughs> up yes. to time, so I'm going to go ahead. Slow. I'm going to go ahead and give my final thoughts, and it's actually an opportunity for you if you are 59 and a half or older. There it and is. there we go. Here's my final thought. You ready? If you're 59 and a half or older, and you're concerned about where the market might be going next, and you want to be sure that your assets are prepared for retirement, even if you're working a few more years, if you will contact us before Monday. August 30th. So this includes through the weekend. If you're listening to the radio show over the weekend, if you will contact us before Monday, August 30th, we'll actually get you a copy of the book, Your Retirement Should Be More, help you learn a little bit more about retirement. It's got some of those things that you need to know about retirement. So give us a call, uh, or the number is 653-7355, area code 501-653-7355, or you can reach out by email, info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Scott, skydiving in tandem might be okay. I've done that. Have you? Mm-hmm. It was okay, right? I don't have time for the story. but, but yeah. He's here. Yes. It was okay. Yes. <laughs> but you didn't jump out of the plane by yourself. I absolutely did not. That's the key here. Yeah. This is like skydiving. You, you, you're making a big leap into retirement. Do it with someone who is an experienced instructor that can help guide you through that process. I think that's the service that we provide here at Wealth Financial Advisors, and it is an incredibly valuable service, and it's one that will make retirement much more clear to you, much more certain to you, give you the ability to do the things that you need to do and you want to do in retirement. Give us a call today at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-PLAN. And my final thought is in the amount of time it takes you to check your social media, you can see if you're on track for a successful retirement. Find out for free at 15minuteretirement.com. That's one five, the number one and five, minuteretirement.com. Or you can just do it by texting the word checkup to 501-381-5228. The five things you should know before you retire. We hope you've enjoyed this week's show and we hope you'll join us again next time. Thank you for listening to the Get Ready for the Future show. If you enjoy hearing from the Gen Wealth team every week, make sure and subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to help us get the word out on building toward financial independence, share the podcast with your friends and family. The Gen Wealth financial team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. GenWealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC.